What's up, everybody? Today is June 5th, and it's our monthly podcast with Ray and Yomi. Yomi's here on the line. Hola, people. So, to this month, we're, we don't have any, like, specific topic like we've been doing. We're going to focus on transits because there's a lot of stuff going on, primarily for a retrograde activity. So, we just finished with Mercury retrograde, thank goodness. I think this is going to be the way we're going to do the podcast from now on. So we were doing it a different way last month that was kind of sketchy. That was during Mercury Retrograde, I'm pretty sure, right? Wasn't that like the very beginning of it? Yeah. Yeah, it was right when it started because it was on my birthday. Yeah, that's right. And all the horrible stuff that's been going on. Oh, man. But anyway, so stigmas aside with uh, Mercury Retrograde, we're going to – uh, do some educational bits just on retrograde stuff with all these planets going on. So we're going to have, we already have Pluto retrograde. It's been retrograde since April 30th. Then we're going to have Saturn just went technically retrograde yesterday. It's stationary. And then we're going to have Neptune go retrograde in 23 days on the 28th of June. Then we're going to have Jupiter going retrograde in 53 days on the 28th of July. And, yeah, so that's a lot of um, retrograde activity going on. And I was noticing some – I can't comment on anything on Facebook groups right now because I'm in Facebook jail for that. But I've been noticing on some of the astrology groups all the uh, – I guess what the anxious or, like, nervousness of people saying, oh, great, well, Mercury's direct but Saturn's retrograde. I mean, I don't understand the fear concept with retrograde – with any other planets besides Mercury, what do you think? Well, I think the reason why people panic about Saturn is they don't know how to work with Saturn. That's true. It's, all they hear is, oh, we're getting karma. Oh, we're getting karma. But if you really take the time to work with Saturn and understand Saturn and how it works with yourself personally, you won't understand what the Saturn transit is about. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, the way that I understand it, it's very simple. If you have been working on something, Saturn is essentially asleep. It's like dad's gone on vacation. You've got the house to yourself. You've got two choices. You can either stay on the straight and narrow or you can fuck around and find out what happens when dad gets home. Once Saturn goes direct. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, exactly. I mean, that's how I've always kind of understood it. That's how I've applied it in my life. So I always tell people, hey, if you're working on something and you want to slack off, like, think twice before you do. Yeah. I remember when I had my first Saturn return, Saturn went retrograde, like, right right in the beginning of it. So, like, I had my Saturn return, like, the, the actual degrees, like, it went over twice. And, oh, oh man. Gosh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It yeah. was nuts. But anyway, yeah, I, so we're going to – oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. All right, so we're going to do some housekeeping before we get into events. So um, just for all the bookworms out there that like to buy their own astrology books, I'm going to be referencing just a little bit of uh, info on retrogrades here from my Astrological Transits book, The Beginner's Guide to Using Planetary Cycles, and the author is April Elliott Kent. It's a pretty good-sized book. It's orange and blue. You can't miss it. You can get it on Amazon. But anyway, so let's go ahead and read some inserts here because I want to make sure that people understand the difference between other retrograde planets, right? Just as you were saying, with Saturn, all the planets have their own modalities and behaviors, 
and you have to look at them individually when you're looking at retrograde phenomenon or like the yes. transits going retrograde. So let's go ahead and give a, a generalization over that. So retrograde planets are indicated in a chart or a firmus with the symbol RX. A planet in retrograde motion seems to work differently than usual. So that's, again, being like the, the Wonderland effect, like I've told you about with Uranus. It's the opposite. Yes. So matters associated with the planet are unstable or unpredictable. These are considered poor times to initiate matters related to the planet. Like, for example, with Venus retrograde, don't get married then. Um, if Jupiter's retrograde, um, don't file a lawsuit. Uh, usually just because um, you don't have all the information or everything's not falling into place the way that it should. So a rule of thumb with retrograde cycles, this is generally, is that it's fine doing anything that begins with a re, re, reviewing, Revisiting relationships, renovating, uh, revising plans. Avoid doing all new stuff uh, that's attributed to a planet. So let's look at the attributes for each planet. Mercury, as most people know, is about um, three weeks long, uh, and it happens three times a year. And it rules communication, technology, transportation, siblings, neighbors, and learning. So people's perceptions, information that they gather, that's obviously why you know internet signals will fail i've done that uh that science and astrology youtube video on um the research with the rca engineer showing the magnetic storms and um different eclipses as well and solar flares can attribute to radio interference it's very fascinating if people are interested in that they can check it out on my youtube but uh yeah so with mercury it's all that technology based stuff with venus retrograde it happens for 40, 40 to 43 days every 18 months, and it's good for recovering money you're owed, reviewing your finances, redecorating, and uh, revisiting people of your past. Uh, also, avoid getting married, as I said before, forming legal partnerships or making major purchases, or any cosmetic or uh, uh, surgery that would immediately alter your, or permanently alter your appearance. Then Mars, when it's retrograde, it's 58 to 81 days every two years. It's emphasizing on examining your anger, so your your action, your anger, your assertiveness, any kind of conflicts, competition, sexuality. Avoid starting new jobs or businesses, entering competitions or enterprises or picking fights. It also is um may not be uh what is it? Uh, it may not be the best time for elective surgeries. So I have emphasized on this before. If you have a surgery coming up and you have Mars retrograde or um, even if you were like to have maybe Uranus retrograde and it's squaring your Mars, those kind of things you really need to be aware of when you're getting into surgeries. I've seen some really nasty things when uh, Mars is retrograde with uh, surgeries. My ex, uh, he had a he had eye surgery or cataract removal, and he ended up getting uh-huh. an infection in his eye because I, I like told him, I said, should really like reschedule this for a month later and he's all like he's like i don't believe in that astrology stuff and then he got an infection in his eye and it made it worse i'm like oh man like Mm -hmm. this sucks yeah that would suck wouldn't it it would i mean i've also heard with um mars retrograde people get sick more yes i don't know how accurate that is but that is something to definitely put out there people do get sick a lot more in mercury's in retrograde yeah, when it's retrograde, also when it's uh, debilitated. So um, people with, like, Libra Mars tend to get sick more often. 
Mm-hmm. Also, if you you have hard squares to that debilitated Mars or Mars uh, retrograde, that definitely um, can be a, a, a medical astrology signature for illness, acute illness. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the medical astrology uh, book by Judith Hill, it goes over that. So, yeah, what, what you heard, that's right. Cool beans. Yeah. I did. So I we, mean, yeah, I heard it, but I was like, huh, is that really true? Yes. Yes, it is true. Yeah. Because I got all my medical astrology books over here. I, I I love that. That's actually the book I use to teach myself medical astrology. It's Medical Astrology by Judith Hill. It's a bright yellow book. It's like, I think, 20 bucks. It's totally worth it. Oh, yeah. I'm writing this down, girl. There you go. So then we've got just the outer planets, which is Jupiter through Pluto. So those are the majority of the ones that we're looking at for this retrograde cycle going on. So Saturn, Neptune, Jupiter, so and, and Pluto. So everybody's kind of – I've seen people making comments about how they're scared about this. But truth be told, most people don't realize this. Jupiter through Pluto, if, when they're retrograde, they're retrograde for half the year. So yeah. – we're we're dealing with retrograde and direct all the time. And that that has to do with like the ebb and flow of like our lives and activities. Like certain times of the year, we're on top of things. We're starting new projects. We're getting things done, and then all of a sudden, a couple months later, we feel like everything's in shambles and we don't want to do anything and we can't even motivate ourselves to get out of bed in the morning. Those all yep. correlate with some of these outer planets, especially Absolutely. when they're like, especially when there are hard aspects to personal planets you should know this because you have uranus conjunct your sun right now oh girl yes i do it's great yeah <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say it's great. <laughs> that's crazy wonderland <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I've, I've i've had to like use neptune and escape more often like i did the last month but yeah it's, yeah. it's rolling yeah for sure i totally feel yeah because well, do um with uh, I I don't know what 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 degrees you have in Taurus, but uh, I know Neptune's not too far along. It's like early early twenty degrees or something like that. Yeah, no, right I've now. got Venus at zero, Sun at twelve, and the Moon at twenty nine. Ah, okay, yeah. So I like I'm getting slammed for 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 quite a few years. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. So you got Pluto. But then you've also got Neptune aspecting that, that moon. Yeah. Pluto opposes Venus. So it's like, seriously? Come on now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it builds character. <laughs> it does. The, I mean, I've noticed it more in my life in a financial sense because it's in the 10th house where my Venus sits. Right. So with me, it's been starting over, gaining, starting over again, making it somewhere and it, it's like this constant back and forth like you're doing okay and the next thing you know you're like huh reroute yeah constant yeah when when pluto also aspects venus and stuff like that or pluto lands in like uh the second house or something like that it, it always is like for, first you're doing awesome and then ah oh, shit this happened and then yep. then you do okay and then ah oh, crap yeah uh, it's fucking nightmare. But I know. <laughs> I know. I feel. When I, ha- when I when I look at my chart from a solar chart, so you can you can look at it by your your placidius. But if you just put it like, since I'm a Libra, if I put Libra on the ascendant uh, instead, it gives you like an outline of your life. And I have Pluto in my second house, and I'm like, yeah, money just ebbs and flows, just as it feels like it. I totally, yeah, yeah. exactly how that is. But anyway, so. 
Um, going back to Jupiter through Pluto retrograding um, half of each year, it says their retrograde periods are unlikely to be very noticeable unless you're making difficult aspects to planets in your birth chart while retrograde. Yeah, we've talked about this. And when they turn retrograde or direct, however, it can be tense and unpredictable. So me and me have talked about this before, too. The retrograde cycle, yeah, other things are changing and all that. But the most volatile and, pro, like, proactive, I guess, themes that happen with any retrograde planet is right in the beginning and right at the end. Yep. So that's when, you know, a lot of times people will notice the shifts, which I think that that, that with Mercury basically going direct right as, right as Saturn is going retrograde, I think that those two planets are going to have more of an impact on, on ongoing themes right now, especially psychologically for people, mm-hmm. um, than, than any of the other ones we already have. But yeah. So Jupiter, retrograde periods are good times to go back to school, take long delayed trips, reread favorite books. It's a good time not to gamble or um, launch a play or other performances. Um, it's also not a good time to, te- uh, to start a teaching career. And it says if you begin a business while Jupiter's retrograde, check your tendency to be too generous, expand too quickly. Otherwise, take you'll take on more um, than you are comfortably able to manage. I have Jupiter retrograde in my chart. So, like, when I read that, I'm like, that's my life, dude. Yes, I do, too. <laughs> so, yes, I agree. Oh, you have it, too? Oh, yeah. I, I feel for you. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any of the other planets that we're, that we're currently talking about retrograde? Um, I have Pluto retrograde, Saturn retrograde, I think Neptune. Let me check. I can check real fast. All right. While you're checking that, I'll look. Uh, so Saturn retrograde. It's all yeah. easy to say yes when you should say no. Uh, yeah. These aren't good times to commit to things, but it's fine to review existing commitments. Avoid officially incorporating a business. Address structural problems with your home. organizational problems at work or problems related to disciplining yourself or others. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Uranus retrograde has uh, periods tend to lend a desire to shaking things up, but changes don't quite happen. Energy and restlessness build up until Uranus turns direct again. I think Uranus, when it it goes retrograde and then direct, is like one of the most volatile ones. Oh, it is. It is. That's why I had asked you weeks ago. I'm like, okay. If if we've been seeing the let's say the uptick before 2020 because we were all doing good in the country I mean let's take it to mundane matters at that point everybody was doing good financially before 2020 yep and then 2020 hit we had that influx of cash through the stimuluses that we received and then all of a sudden once Uranus went retrograde recently we start seeing let's say the 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 down direction of the roller coaster yeah and that's where we're at yep yep and just while we're on that topic by the way uh uranus again will go retrograde in 79 days at 18 degrees of taurus august 24th 2022 yeah so we're going to be dealing with that again um, also, that'll be right, that'll be like a month or so before, um, Pluto goes back direct, and so does Saturn. So, when, well, we won't really have, 
have to worry about anything chaotic, I guess, going going down so much once it goes retrograde. I was getting ahead of myself. Um, but uh, I'd have to see when when trying to th- I'm having a brain fart. I'm trying to think when Uranus will go direct again after mm-hmm. this next this upcoming retrograde. Let me see. Hey, look. I'll see if I can beat you to it. I don't know if I can. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Whoever finds it first, I guess. Ready to go. Okay, let's see. Um, I had... Okay, maybe I'll Google it. Let's see, actually. Let's see. Two months. Okay. Why are you giving me... It's giving me... Not Western. It's giving me the other stuff. Like, I don't want that. All right, so August 24th, 2022 to January 22nd of 2023. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. And we are already we are already in pre-shadow zone with Uranus retrograde as of May 7th. Ooh, so, yeah. Uh, We're already seeing the preview, let's just say, right now. Right, right. Yep. Let me see. So other things with Uranus, uh, it says, um, relentless buildup of Uranus turns direct, spill out into uncontrolled ways. This can be a good time to reconnect with distant friends, former associates, or revival old networks of all kinds. Also, uh, just wrapping it up, Neptune Retrograde. This book says that it, it focuses on good for spiritual retreat reflection or returning to spiritual spiritual places meaningful to you or psychic intuitive work. And then it also says something about how Neptune normally makes it harder for to see clearly. The opposite is usually true during. Oh, okay, the opposite is usually true during retrograde periods. So we've talked about this before. I've uh, posted my theory also on Neptune reveal um, either when it's retrograde or when it's on the angles in Hori astrology charts revealing secrets, and I, that's what I'm super excited for. Um, I had I did actually see something on. I was watching the Daily Wire the other day where mm-hmm. there is some sort of accounts of people coming out and saying that we may have misunderstood the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. So now that all the money's been, you know, sent to Ukraine, all the aid, all of yeah. a sudden now these reports apparently are coming out saying that, oh, well, maybe it's not exactly what we thought it was. Maybe Russia's not being as bad as we thought they were. Have you seen anything on that yet? I actually did see something that really made a light bulb go off when I saw it. Um, George Soros, which a lot of people know who this man is, and yeah. a lot of people who are like us really don't like the guy because of what he's done in his life. Right. But there was on my Echo show, you know, they show videos of, you know, previews of news, news stories, and it was Soros basically speaking on how Russia and what they're doing is not a good thing. Yeah. And to me, I was like, okay, if you are the one that's trying to basically change the world into what we're seeing unfold right now, you saying what you're saying lets us know that it's BS what you guys are doing. Yeah, then that we should also support Russia. Exactly. (laughs) And so now hearing you say that, I'm like, good gosh. Yes, so there's going to be all kinds of things coming out. I mean, there's there's a lot of scandals and stuff going out, too. And, you know, 
Um, I, you know, I'm still convinced that, that somebody within the, the government, the deep state, knows astrology. And I swear to God, they use it against the public. Well, if Hitler used it, yeah. what, you know, what is it to stop someone else from using it? Right. I mean, even Reagan's wife used to use an astrologer. At least he was, like, open about it. Can't yeah. be just, you know, Wall Street and Reagan. <laughs> but um, So finishing up with Pluto, being retrograde, it's an excellent time for psychological, physical healing or cleansing. It's a time when self-control is easier to harness. So you might be successful with breaking addictive habits or addressing psychological problems such as phobias, fears, and obsessive compulsive tendencies. Trying to control others doesn't generally work now. In fact, usually will backfire, but controlling and empowering yourself works good with Pluto. So one thing I have noticed uh, when we're talking about, like, mundane historically, a lot of times when, like, Pluto and even when Saturn's with it goes retrograde, that's when I see, like, a lot of aggressive propaganda or there being uh, aggressive attempts to corral in citizens with, like, really outlandish laws or regulations, that kind of thing. Um it's almost like the governments are doing it out of fear because when you look at Pluto specifically, it, where is it? I have a couple of, yeah, it's associated with power control, obsession, transformation, dictatorships, hidden things, secrets, regeneration, generation, and degeneration. Also when it's retrograde, people are inclined to fear of mm-hmm. being controlled, manipulated, and betrayed. You have you have Pluto retrograde. Does that does that ring a bell? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm, I'm trying to put you on the spot there, but no, you know, no, no. I mean, I have no problem being open about my chart, but definitely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so think of it now. So we're going. So for the United States, we're going through our Pluto return, and then yeah. Pluto's being Pluto's retrograde right now. We're yep. going to see the government doing a lot of outlandish, crazy things, scrambling almost to, like, make themselves feel better about their lack of control, especially with there being a Democratic executive branch and also there theoretically being a Democratic majority with the House and then 50% 50 of it being the Senate. They're technically in control right now, so – you know, um, Saturn Saturn being retrograde now, I think that we're, they're going to back off a little bit with actually enforcing anything. But I do think that the propaganda is going to get real, like, real lit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I looked up the mundane Pluto keywords, and I really do agree with you because it talks about the, mon- the mundane Pluto keywords are creative destruction, kingdoms falling, political undergrounds, espionage, organized crime. Wealth, power, control, organized labor, mob psychology, collective unconscious of the na- uh, the collective unconscious of the nation, and then hidden information. Yep, yep, that was on point. Yep, and the degree that it's going to go retrograde, you know, at for this year is going to be twenty six degrees of Capricorn, which is a nature spirit dancing in the midst of a waterfall. It talks about feeling cut off from your body or from reality. It can lead to a sense of alienation or difficulty in knowing where to land or evading problems by ignoring them or rising above them. Basically, we all have a choice. Wow. Yeah, and then we also have 
that aspects the uh, sextile between Neptune to Pluto. So imagine yeah. that, all that going on plus the deception. But mm-hmm. I love it when, when Neptune's going to go retrograde. So they're going to continue to, like, lay out this fear porn and all this other crap on us to, like, get us, get our anxieties going. But oh, then yeah. we're, something's going to slip up. Probably because them being a little bit overzealous is kind of what my um, perception is. And mm. we're going to see through it all. Well, yeah. yeah. I agree with you. The other thing, too, that I would say is to keep in mind that we are under the Pluto return. And we did talk about this earlier when we tried to record the podcast, and it was about all these shootings that are happening. Yeah. Um, the Revolutionary War during the 1700s was about the fact that the British were not giving us the right to defend our lands. They wanted us to rely on them. Then they tried to take our guns. We're literally repeating the same story. And instead of, let's say, in this case, it's not the British now that's inflicting the fear. It's Capricorn, the government. It's those power structures that are overruling us right now. And this is not just about freedom. I mean, it is about freedom, absolutely. But it's also about gun control is a big deal. So, yeah, it is about gun control. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I actually have this written down in my notes, too. It says, um, let's see. Pluto retrograde is reoccurring transit signatures present in mass shootings. This is what we started talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And it's also followed by Saturn being retrograde is usually common as well, and Eris and Neptune. So as for the obsessive narrative in the news about shootings, the New York Post published – I actually saw this this morning – published an article titled 14 Mass Shootings Over Memorial Day Weekend. The psychological manipulation and scare tactics is very common during Mercury retrograde in media, although the most extreme or exaggerated narratives are pitched to sway the public opinion. So as we just, as we had Mercury retrograde and Pluto retrograde at the same time, since it's been retrograde since the 29th of April, mm-hmm. we, we've been having – that's when I looked up all these headlines really trying to scare us about these shootings. And I've even looked at some of the shootings that they've been, you know, publishing the last two weeks uh, on on the news articles or whatever. And even some that, like, wouldn't normally even be considered newsworthy are being mentioned as if they're trying to create this facade that there's a there's an epidemic of shootings oh, yeah. going on. Yeah, and, absolutely. That's how, that's how the media works anymore. It's find the one thing – and let's hyperinflate it. Let's put it out there mass. In, in mass, and the people will fear it. Yeah. Like, there's youth d- today that literally fear the sight of a gun because yeah. of the conditioning that they've had. Like, they'll tell me, well, I don't feel comfortable having a gun. Well, why not? Well, guns kill people. Excuse me? Someone has to operate the trigger. You have to be responsible enough to understand when you should use the gun and when not to use the gun. Oh, yeah. But this every kid that's been going through their developmental phases, so, like, if you were at least, like, let's say, like, at least five years old in yes. 2012, going older, or even kids that are being born now, they're going to have that delusion and also that Piscean, like, it's not my fault. Exactly. I can't take responsibility for anything. Exactly. And that's what they're trying to indoctrinate is the kids, like, hoping that all of us will be dead at some point, and then the people that don't want guns are going to be the majority of population. 
but you I know. don't think it's gonna work. It ain't gonna work. It's not gonna work. I've already seen so, that stuff. It will fail. The Pluto and Scorpio gen is is a little bit too loud right now to let that happen. Oh yeah, that's how I feel about that. I think we're all kind of like almost uh, like freedom loving to the point of self destruction. Yes, which is what we need. Like we'd go, well, we'd rather just burn the whole ship down than you know just lose everything. It's like if we're if we're if we're gonna end up losing everything, then we're gonna take the whole thing down with us. I mean, yeah, and. That's what that's what Pluto does, though. It's going to destroy something and put something else in its place. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, historical context, when we were talking about mass shootings, I started looking up, like, lists on online, and I saw, let's see, I just grabbed a couple, because Yomi's usually better at getting charts and events like that, but I was just looking at a couple of them. So, there was a, a massacre... It, on November 2nd, 1920, and that had, let's see, Eris retrograde, but it also had Pluto retrograde, and, and that's the emphasis with Pluto being retrograde during mass shootings. Then there was a, a Calaris massacre in Calaris, Pennsylvania, that happened November 5th, 1934. We also, again, have Pluto retrograde. And then we had Uranus retrograde at that time frame as well. Let me see. I should give context to those because I looked them up. The, all these massacres that I listed have at least like 20 deaths, if not more. But uh, Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, there's what's, what's crazy actually is I was looking at this. It, it documents all mass shootings from 1920 to present. And you know what's interesting? The – the amount of deaths and mass shootings has actually declined since our generational times. So when I'm looking in this, it says 1969, 29 dead, 1968, 18 dead. And then what was this one? August 1st, 1966, the University of Texas Tower shooting. That's 48 dead. Wow. So, like, I mean, and then, like, 28 dead in a Utah prisoner war massacre in 1945. In 1934, 17 to 30 uh, assumed dead. And that was, whoa, that was an election eve parade where the rally was shot up and the local Republican boss and three victims died. So that was a that was a shooting against a Republican parade. Wow. I didn't know about that. That's pretty, yeah. Yeah, I'd ha- I I could go. I don't want to go into this whole list because it's it's a lot. But um, well, I do I have-, have an interesting one here that I did want to share. That go ahead. many people don't know about this one, which was interesting. I was watching a movie. The movie is called Kill the Irishman. It stars what's his name? I got it right here somewhere. It has. Christopher Walken, Val Kilmer, Vincent D'Onofrio, and Ray Stevenson. It's a good movie. And it talks about 1976 in Cleveland, Ohio. And that was one of the deadliest summers in the United States, where Cleveland was known as Bomb City, USA. Let me see here because I have the website pulled. This had to do with the mob. The Italian mob against an Irish man. 
What year was that? 1976. Car bombs were a preferred weapon of mobsters in the 70s. Basically, the city of Cleveland lived in fear, like, not able to really go out. I believe they had over 30 bombings in that city in that summer. And when I looked at the transits of that summer, you had Neptune retrograde, Uranus retrograde, and also Pluto retrograde. And then in the because I pulled up the morning hour just to see the energies of that time. We, we had Gemini rising with the sun conjunct the rising and a big massive stellium in the 12th house with the south node conjunct Jupiter and Mercury conjunct. Let me see what planet this one is or this asteroid. Pallas in the 12th house. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I just plugged that in. Wow, yep, there's that Neptune, Uranus, and then also um, Black Moon Lilith is opposition with Uranus. Um, That's Mm -hmm. really common for, um, like, some vigilante justice or, um, like, lone wolf attacks kind of thing. Like, people just randomly committing acts of violence for no reason. That's crazy. It is. I mean, I never finished the movie, but I was, like, so, like, into it. And then I said to myself, I got to cover this on the podcast. There's got to be some retrogrades in that chart. And sure enough, I found them. So I didn't want to add that to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. So, I mean, this is this is going to be a, a continuing theme. I made a joke on Facebook the other day, but I said, like, how many mass shootings do you think they're going to be by, by, uh, by the midterms? And I said six. People are like, where'd you get that number? I'm like, I'm just guessing. How many have we technically had since Pluto? So Pluto went retrograde 36 days ago. We've had we had the U Vlad one. Then there's one yeah. in Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. When did that one in Buffalo happen? Was that before or after Pluto went retrograde? I want to say that was after Pluto went retrograde because it was very recent. It must have yeah. been at least three weeks ago. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. We, we've got three so far. So, you know, and again, with there being the media kind of talking about, they're just trying to rack up as many mass shootings as they possibly can. So that's definitely going to be the hysteria that will be pressed with that. I even saw the other day, I didn't hear Biden say it exactly, so I don't know if he did for sure, but supposedly he says that he wants to ban 9 millimeter handguns. Did you hear that? I heard that, and I also heard that he wanted to ban certain clips or magazines on guns to where manufacturer it would force manufacturers to manufacture new types of firearms, and it would make every normal firearm basically outlawed. It would be against the law to have one, and I'm like, how you can't do that? No shit. Like, you're not, like, what are you going to do? Go to the door and take people's magazine clips? Right? Like, there's no way. There's no way. Like, like I told my husband today, this is what it is to me. It's every time a shooting happens, they come out and they say the same, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and it's the same thing. Background yeah. checks, we're going to ban this type of gun. Every single time, I'm like, we've heard this for over 10 years now. It's, like, it's not working. 
so you know what I'm thinking is going to happen. So, you know, they're obviously trying to, like, pull their typical, like, uh, de- I guess, Democrat talking points. Yes. They're trying to say that, like, we're going to lose abortion, which is not true. Oh, and then no. they also they also say that, like, we need to get rid of guns immediately. So they're going to say we're doing the best we can, but we need to have a, a bigger majority in the midterms. So they're using this as ammunition, no pun intended, I guess, yeah. to to like win the midterms, which is no way. It's not gonna happen. Oh no. Not 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 the way the economy's going. Not the way that this world is, is looking at this point because I mean all these do shootings are doing and you and I have talked about it in posts on Facebook in the past. It's just making the manufacturers way more money because what 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 do we do when we hear this? We go and we buy some guns. Yep. Yeah, okay, because I know I did. Yeah, I'm the not second playing. that I heard about the 9mm thing, like, my brother, like, like messaged me and says, we should go buy in bulk ammo. Uh, uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh, no, my husband looks at me. He's like, um, we need another gun. And I looked <laughs> at him, and I'm like, what do you mean? We, already, we, we just need another gun. And I'm like, okay, what do you want? And he's like. Let's go get a handgun so you can learn how to use it. And I actually went today, picked up my handgun, and I was so excited. But, I mean, yeah, all it's doing is it's pushing more and more people to do what they have to do. Like, I had someone text me and say, well, I'm just not taking my kids anywhere anymore. I'm getting them a um, protective backpack so that when they go to school, and I'm saying to myself, no, if anything, this reinforces to me now that I have to go get my concealed carry permit. Because there's yeah. no way in hell I'm going to be somewhere and have someone think they're going to come in and do something and I can't protect myself or my family and take down someone that's trying to harm me or my family. Yeah, Absolutely I'm not. I'm going to get my, my – uh, I'm going to schedule my application tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, heck, yeah. There's just been a lot of crazy stuff going on. You know, I do feel like – I mean, I don't think it's going to be as wild, but – as you were talking about how crazy it was in Cleveland, Ohio, I do think that there's a lot of stuff going on that could potentially, you know, be coinciding with what's going on today. Oh, absolutely. I'm curious to see what we got going on here. So, I made so yeah. So we'll obviously have Neptune retrograde. So there's that. And then we, you know, I was looking at this too. When the heck did the nodes go direct? Like I, I'm. I wasn't born with direct nodes. I was no. like look, looking at this the whole time. Like, how did the nodes even go retrograde or direct? That, that's well, dumb. they they move. From what I understand, they move the opposite direction that the planets move. Yeah. So to me, it was like that's how. So to me, I would understand that it was always moving retrograde. But I don't understand people when they say it's going direct. I'm like, the nodes don't go direct. Okay, yeah, that makes sense, because I was, like, looking at that, I was, like, I, I was getting stupid lo- the other night, and I was, like, clicking, I'm, like, when the hell does it, the RX go away on that? Yeah. And it's just, like, dude, I guess it doesn't. But, uh, but anyway, so, um, I'm trying to think of what else, I'm having a brain fart here from all the frustration no, earlier. What were we, what else were we, um, going to discuss? Well, primarily? I know we were discussing the June transits for sure. Yeah, because okay. because people have been asking about that. Yeah, so I did go over obviously all the associations with that. Do we have any? Uh, you know, June re- 
uh, oh my god, not June, sorry, Jupiter retrograde is going to be from, because it makes me think of what's going on in schools right now, obviously school shootings and, you know, the the CRT and all that. I did watch something from that um, Dr. Turley guy where he's basically saying, like, CRT is basically dead in the water at this point, and then the midterms are going to put the nail in the coffin for CRT in schools. So I believe so. Yeah, so, so if, if um, Jupiter goes retrograde on the 28th, it'll be, yeah, how, I can, I'm having a brain fart. How long does Jupiter stay retrograde for? I'll just speed through it. You have, oh no, that was 53 days. Anyway, software only tells me when it's going direction retrograde in the immediate future. Let's see. Yeah. So, we are going to be starting the new school year out with it still retrograde. And it goes direct. Let's see. Uh, November 23rd? Yep. You just beat me to it. Yep, there it yep. is. So, um, so if we're looking at, like, the beginning of the school year, you know, for public school um, as, as a year, as a chart for how the school year is going to go, if by the symbolism that I they put, um, that I was listing earlier, said that uh doing having a Jupiter retrograde's not a good not a good time to start like a teaching career or be focusing on education that kind of thing uh, it could theoretically be something uh to do with schools i do think that we're going to continue to see the rise in homeschooling uh just just because of everything going on i mean if your kids aren't safe theoretically in schools and then they're also not learning anything, and they're being taught a bunch of garbage. I mean, what's the point of having your kids go to school at all? Mm-hmm. I all mean, right. it really goes back to going to the nuclear family at this point. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing we were going to talk about. That's what I was trying to think about. So, Russia. We were talking about the Russia scare with nu- with nukes. Yes. That was something that we were – I knew that there was something that we were forgetting. Okay, yeah. So um, we were – did you pull up any charts on, on the Red Scare or anything like that? I know we were talking about that the other day. Yeah, I think so. I got one here. Took place during the first – yeah, the Red Scare. Here it is. Okay. So that was one of the first times that the United States and Russia started to have beef. This is when the Cold War began. It started in the late 1940s and early 1950s. Communists, which Russia were often referred as Reds for their allegiance to the Soviet flag, and then it was obviously, you know, communist versus freedom. That led to the Bay of Pigs, the Bay of Pigs that occurred in 1961, where Kennedy sent armed troops into Cuba to take Castro out of power and failed miserably the battle lasted about three days and the united states lost that fight oh, wow. when this happened was when russia started to make their threats of shooting us with a nuke and at that time let me look up that chart because i do have the chart for the bay of pigs or the cuban missile crisis rather so the That's cuban I was, I was mi- looking for the data. 
Yeah. Yep. I got uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis. If you want to look it up, it's October 27th, 1962. I set up the chart for Washington, D.C. with a noon time. In this chart, there the only thing that was retrograde was Jupiter, but it was conjunct Chiron retrograde in Pisces. You had Neptune square Mars, Sun square Mars, and then Pluto opposing Jupiter conjunct Chiron, and also Sun and Neptune square Saturn. I'm pulling up really quick. United States chart because I'm curious okay. about that. So let, let, let's look at something interesting here. So let's do a progressed solar return for the Cuban Missile Crisis, which was October 27th. What year was that? 19 what? 1962. 1962. Okay. You said what kind of chart? A solar progressed return chart. Okay. Well, uh, basically... It's kind of like, you know, how the solar return chart, but you can progress it for the day in question instead of just looking at your new birth year. So it kind of gives you, yeah. So let's see. I want to look at that, and then I want to make it again for right now. I don't think it gives me that one, so I'm just going to pull up the progress chart. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Let's see. So what was going on for the Cuban Missile Crisis we had let's see Neptune Neptune retrograde in the sixth house. We also had Jupiter retrograde conjunct Chiron retrograde Saturn retrograde. So uh, yeah, it was not a good idea for obviously that's that's a just going off of the retrograde theories of starting something new here. That's definitely not a good direction for them. It also has Nothing in the 8th house, Eris in the 11th house. So those are the future houses of either nothing happening or complete chaos and disruption going on. And then what's going on right now in comparison? We have Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter retrograde, Neptune retrograde, and... Yeah, just... um. The Neptune, Neptune Palace conjunction in the 11th house for this. This is kind of symbolizing what's going on right now with the United States and Ukraine. And it just basically says that there isn't going to be necessarily a a uh, clear outcome of what's going on. And I do think that they're just going to, like, double back or completely fail. What is What do you know historically about what happened with the Cuban Missile Crisis, like the timeline? Um, Let me look this up for you. I got it here. Because I have, I was actually reading it last night. I knew you'd have it. Yeah, because last night you were texting me. I, I was, I was studying for my test, and then I was like, I gotta study for this too. And I was like, I gotta pull this up because it just once you once you were telling me and we were pulling dates up, I was like, nah, nah, I gotta jump down this hole now. Yeah. Um. So the Cuban Missile Crisis: Leaders of the U.S. and Soviet Union engaged in a tense 13-day political and military standoff in October of 1962 over the installation of nuclear-armed Soviet missiles in Cuba, which is 90 miles from the U.S. shores, which is Key West. Let's see. 
On October 22, 1962, President John F. Kennedy notified Americans about the presence of the missiles and explained the decision to enact a naval blockade around Cuba and made it clear that the U.S. was prepared to use military force, if necessary, to neutralize this perceived threat. So, when did he address it? October 22nd. When was the missile crisis? October 27th is the day that I have. Let me see. Hold on. Um, Bay of Pigs. Here it is. Bay of Pigs was April 17th, 1961. So we went in first, lost, and then a year and a half later, I want to say, that's when he basically made that announcement that there was missiles in Cuba. Ah, okay. Alright, yeah, so, I mean, I'm I'm starting to think, like, I'm trying to correlate between the Red Scare, what, what was, what was the... Let me go back the, to the Red Scare for you. The Red Scare is basically, let's see, it occurred in the wake of World War One, the Russian Revolution of 1917. Toppled the Romanov dynasty, kicking off the rise of the Communist Party and inspiring international fear of Bolsheviks and anarchists. In the United States, labor strikes were on the rise. The press sensationalized them as being caused by immigrants bent on bringing down the American way of life. This is where I was telling you yesterday, this sounds so, like, it, it's it's like a tape on repeat. Yes. The Sedition Act of 1918 targeted people who criticized the government, monitoring radicals and labor union leaders with the threat of deportation. Yes. So, this, so basically, like, this is, this is the Wonderland effect or, like, we've switched roles kind of yes. thing. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly. That's another thing too. My argument with why um, people people try to you, you ask me about like collectivism and if we're all going to be like one world government, I'm like it'll never happen like that because every country, every society or culture is going through its own own evolution in time. So yeah. back then, during the Red Scare, the the Russians were dealing with this totalitarianism and this radical. Uh, communist kind of stuff, and now that's on the rise here or throughout, quote unquote, what would be considered like NATO and all that is yeah. pushing that. And now Russia has lear- learning its lesson from historical events. It's like, well, we don't want to go down that route anymore. We don't want to be like that. We're trying to give freedom to our our people and just let them live because we took for granted what that was nowadays. Now we are slipping into that slippery slope of being the opposite now uh the totalitarian yeah yeah that's that's why it definitely fits the pluto retrograde key no the yeah the pluto retrograde keywords that i said for mundane astrology because ages come to an end so obviously our freedom age has come to an end we're now having to fight to get it back at this point yes you know and as much as i hate saying it rome fell Greece fell. At some point in time, not that we will cease to exist completely, but this amazing thing that this experiment that we like to call it that we have done and becoming a free society 
it's going to end. There's no, there's no other way around it is how I see it. Like I tell my husband, it may not happen immediately in our lifetimes, but it's coming. Well, right. It's just like the same concept. The last time that Pluto was in Capricorn too, they had the French Revolution, but it's still France. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily exactly. good France, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I think like maybe if we did it, I should really look into the Red Scare more and see if there's anything I can pull up, like individual narratives or biographies or something like that. Because I have a feeling that if we actually like sat down and and thoroughly dissected the Red Scare events, that we're going to basically be reliving that in the next year or so. Well, we kind of are, because as I was reading it yesterday, it talked about that if you spoke against the government, you were obviously labeled a Russian spy. And like, 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 like it is today. If you go yeah. against the narrative of the government, you're against the government or you're a Russian sympathizer. Like, that's exactly what happened back then. If they, you know, they were monitoring Americans, I believe. They had issued an executive order, and this thing scrolled like crazy on me, an executive order known as a loyalty order that mandated all federal employees to be analyzed to determine whether whether they were sufficiently loyal to the government. It was also called Truman's Loyalty Program. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's that president. Got it. Yeah, I heard – I was looking up some things on him. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. So uh, that's – I think this is the general gist that we're getting at for all the retrograde planets. We're going to be seeing a lot of uh, conspiracies or secrets come up out of the woodworks. I think that they're going to come forward and say something about how they misunderstood the Russian-Ukraine conflict or that they're going to redirect that in some way, shape, or form. They're going – I'm trying to figure out exactly how Pluto and Saturn's retrograde transit goes into what the Democrats are currently doing. Um, I, I guess we'll kind of have to wait and see how that goes, but I do, I, I do expect it to, what's the word? Um, I just expect them to be blowing a lot of smoke throughout the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, not solving any issues, which I mean they rarely ever do, but um, and they're just going to be doing smoke and mirrors and trying to create kind of like a, a theatrical story, kind of like Amber Heard, uh, just creating yeah. all these hysterics without actually giving us any kind of concrete solutions or anything like that. Because again, too Saturn being with structure and work and discipline. Well, it's retrograde. That's when a lot of things will not go very well for government. So if that is the case, too, if Joe Biden or anybody in, in the Democrat stronghold tries to push gun control in the next couple months, I suspect that it will completely fall on its face. There won't be any anything to worry about really with that, just because, again, with how much people love their guns here and the Pluto return kind of vibe going on and the Aquarius moon that we have for the United States chart. I, I remember when I first saw that, I'm like, Oh yeah, the United States will never give up their guns. They'll have to kill everybody first. That's exactly what that Uranus Aquarius represents. So, Mm -hmm. and regardless of that was 250 years ago, that's going to happen again. That's happening now. Um, What, what is the actual, 
Oh, I already have it up here. I don't even have to ask you. Um, what's okay? So the the exact degree for uh, Pluto in the United States chart is twenty seven degrees, and it, and it was retrograde. So that means that the United States as a whole, we technically have this paranoia and fear against our government in, embedded into our culture. Oh yeah. Um, so oh yeah. Where is the where is Pluto at right now? Twenty eight. Oh, so we're going through a return, a Pluto return, and then we're also having Pluto, like, basically dance back and forth over this while it's going to be having aspects to Neptune. So people are going to get really paranoid. I would anticipate that we're going to have a huge surge of more guns being purchased, just like you were saying, too, Yeah. Uh, throughout the summer as well, just because uh, if we already have that that retrograde Pluto kind of vibe going on with the United States chart and then it's retrograde in transit and then it's aspecting Neptune like that. Yeah. Just people are just going to be really anxious and scared for the next couple months. And the the media is definitely going to play into that guys. So that, oh, I, yeah. that, that I think is like our lesson for this podcast of the day um, that you need to just, not jump to conclusions, not freak out about certain things, understand with things in the media or the, coming from the government right now that they're going to be intentionally triggering your anxieties and your fears and phobias or whatever, and they're going to be using that that um, that heightened paranoia against you. So I mean, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and then also with uh, Blackman Lilith is in, is in cancer for this time frame for the next month or so for June. And that is um, a signature for emotional manipulation. So anything that they can do to scare you or to like emotionally trigger you into doing things that they, they want you to do. So the hot button is obviously gun control. So they're going to be like plastering kids getting massacred or using kids as the reason for, you know, why we need to have gun control, that kind of thing. That's just going to be a continuing narrative. My best suggestion is to just turn off the TV and learn to meditate. Especially yeah, because I'm, yeah, I'm even looking at, let's say, Monday's chart for tomorrow. Um, for the day chart, setting the energies for the day, Pluto sits in the ninth house. So they're definitely inflicting fear in, within the educational institutions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and my personal opinion on all that is that we need to do like what Israel does. They arm their, they have secured schools and they have armed guards. Mhm. I mean, the other thing too, it's it's we 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 already know the routine and the game and how it's played. We've watched it for too long to sit here and be oblivious to the game that's being played. Saturn's in retrograde, or will be going into retrograde. The yeah, best thing, down, yeah. yeah, okay, so basically, you know, it's, we need to find our balance at this point, we already know the game, and like I said, we already know the game and how it's played, we know how their tactics, how they operate, how they inflict fear, what we need okay. to do is use those moments when we center ourselves, because that helps us become more effective, strategize, motive, and, and become organized in what we need to do. Exactly. In order to basically prepare for to take care of ourselves and take care of our families and those around us, because that's what it's going to come down to. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and you know, I mean, if if we lived in a in a 
perfect world that would actually want to resolve school shootings, I think the easiest solution would be to uh, offer incentives to teachers that want to take, you know, safety firearms courses and give them a bonus. Yep, New Mexico does that with their teachers. Oh, do they? That's cool. Yes. New Mexico actually has their teachers with concealed carry permits and armed in their classrooms. And their students say that they feel safer knowing that their teacher has a gun to defend them in a situation. Right, right. I've seen that argument, too, online where people go, well, why why can't you just arm teachers? It's not like teachers are bringing their guns to school and turning on their students because they hate their class or anything like that. I mean, historically, that hasn't happened. Also, um, oh, gosh, what was I going to say? Oh, man, I had a brain fart. Anyway. Very fine. <laughs> it's You're tired. fine. We've been struggling to get this damn podcast going all day. I know. Oh, my God. But, but um, yeah, but, I mean, go ahead. Oh, no. Well, I did want to talk about, too, something that I really have been paying attention to is financial stuff. Okay. And the way that it's looking, construction is about to slow down. And a good indicator of our economy is the construction industry. When construction starts to come to a halt, people need to be very concerned. Um, I've started to see it here where I live. The other thing that I did read was a lot of people are making fun of this man. We talked about him last month, Mr. Elon Musk. They're bashing him for basically getting rid of 10% of his workforce or about to get ready to. And what he stated in a memo would be, that he is very, very afraid of what's coming. Yes. So, I mean, a lot of people are making fun of this guy. We need to listen to this guy. He's a very smart man. Yes. Um, We have been saying it for months now. I will continue to say it now. If you have the resources now to get what you need, get it now. Saving yeah. money is not going to help you six months down the road when there's nothing available to buy. No shit. Yeah, when you mentioned that that construction's slowing down. So when I was looking at the keywords with Saturn, mm-hmm. and it talks about, um, it, it's like structures and buildings and all that. We actually have a T square with the nodes in Saturn right now. So yeah. Saturn is going retrograde. It's triggering a T square with the nodes. So that's a direction of basically slowing down structural, you know, progress and that sort of thing and work with that. So that would literally translate to structure construction work. Yes, and then I also believe our GDP as a nation for the first quarter was like 1%, which was a drastic decrease. Yeah. And they were projecting our GDP for the second quarter to be in the negative. That's also not a good indicator of the economy. No, I've never even. Yes, and I've been going to the stores, and I went grocery shopping this weekend. I live in a small town. It is getting very hard to find things on the shelves. Oh, gosh. That's crazy. Yeah, and yes. the baby formula thing, too. Like, yes. oh, that just kills me. How that's not, that's actually caused by the FDA. Like, it would probably be better to have tainted formula than no formula. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. But it was crazy how quickly they went on this, oh, don't do this, oh, don't do that. But it's ways that mothers fed their children before there was even formula. Yeah, that was the first thing I did as soon as they said, don't do this, I... Went on and looked for homemade formula recipes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, somebody's got to do something. It's, just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But, 
I mean, the, 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 like my bias, my bias is not aside in this. My biased opinion is that I think the Democrats kind of know that like their their ship has sailed with their gravy, the, the gravy train they got going on. So they're mm-hmm. just trying to dismantle everything as fast as they can, just because George Soros and whoever else is kind of paying them to do it. Pretty much. I mean, Trump said it best. He could fit. He was able to fix it four years ago, and he said it during his his the elect the election campaign. If Joe goes in, there's no fixing it. Yeah, and and that's literally where we are now. That it's it's like we now have to go through this dis through all of this beat bullshit to make it to the other side now. Yep, but that's how everything works. You have to learn everything the hard way. Exactly. So like as much as I as much as I had like, you know, high hopes that our Pluto return wouldn't be anywhere as like extreme as our previous one was for the United States, we gotta experience real loss, real extreme, like dire situations going on that wakes people up to do the things they gotta do to make to fight for their rights and their freedom. Mm -hmm. So it's gotta get worse before it gets better. And I think that just, like, the rest of I, – I hate to, like, seem super negative about this, but the rest of this year into next year and maybe part of 2024, everything's going to be really rough. And, I mean, again, the only thing I could think of is just do the best you can because a lot of people don't have a lot of money right now. Uh, have a foolproof way of protecting yourself. Start a small garden. I have a small garden. I don't. I think your garden's probably better than mine. But I have some onions and potatoes growing outside. Nice. <laughs> I mean, nice. That's, that's that's a little bit of something. <laughs> no, it is. It is. I have a big garden. We're just like, because it's our first time doing it. We've made so many mistakes yeah. that some of it's gone wild. But I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Like, I grew corn for the first time. I'm pretty excited nice. about that one. I want to grow corn, yeah. How hard it's is that? Super easy. It actually, it's been easy. The only thing that the, the only thing I learned the hard way was was that you have to give your plants food, not just you know mixing manure in the soil and compost and bone meal. It's you actually have to feed your plants every week. And I was like, oh okay. And then you know learning about bugs that eat your plants. It's it's just a constant learning process. Yes, yeah, I learned that right away. So you mix herbs with your plants or. Um, petunias and marigolds, marigolds specifically, uh, yes. te- um, keep plant, uh, pests away from the plants. Well, that's the thing. I've done that, and I guess it's where I live. It didn't work well. So I've ha- actually had to go buy neem oil and some other stuff, and that's actually worked. But it's it's a lot of work. Like I told my husband, I'm like, if I, I'm like, if the economy wasn't so bad and I didn't need to work, I'd be taking care of the yard all day long. Right. Yeah. You kind of have to. It's it's a huge huge commitment. It is, but it's it's worth it. I mean, I've seen people make gardens in small small spaces, and I mean really nice gardens where they have cucumbers and all sorts of stuff. I mean, it can be done. It's yeah. I mean, it's just you gotta it's you, you gotta be willing to learn and roll with the punches while you're gardening. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, on that note, too, anybody who's interested in doing, like, survival gardening, there's this book I just got not too long ago. It's called Urban Gardening, and it teaches you basically how to, uh, you know, build a substantial garden no matter where you live, on an apartment balcony or 
a front yard or something like that. It's super cool. It's by Kevin. I can't even pronounce that last name. E S P I T I I T U. But it's called Urban Gardening, and you can get it on Amazon. And oh my God, it is so cool. If you're a um, newbie at gardening, like I have been, this book has helped a lot. A lot. That's awesome. Yep. Always trying to help people out. But anyway, so I think. Do you have anything else that that you wanted to touch up on for June? I don't think so. I mean, what I pretty much just financial the stuff that I had found was, you know, we just need to get ready. Yep. We're just I mean, that's keep the, lecturing people on that all all year. I long. know they're gonna hate me, and already my nieces and nephews are like, "All you do is lecture us when we're here." Well, that's my job. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, when everything's good again, I'll stop lecturing. Yeah, I said when y'all actually start listening. I'll stop lecturing. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Um, feel free to give us our comments or input. I know we got a couple of, uh, you know, faithful followers that talked to me on Facebook. And uh, next month, we're going to be talking about midterm outcomes. And it's going to be all, like, government and U.S. stuff. And I'll pull out um, – the USA's chart and do some more progress charts for that. And we'll look at some trends and stuff like that. Um, yep. So that, that'll be that. And um hope to that see you guys cool. next time. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. We've actually wasted this one for oh, yeah. I think, a couple months now. Yeah. And we've had quite a few people ask, when is this one coming out? So I'm I'm excited. I hope they, they are pleased with what we produce next month. Yeah. It's going to be a big one. And, you know, I, I love making predictions on um, elections and stuff, too. So oh, it'll yeah. Be it'll be awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye.